Hey friends, and welcome back to Don't D&D&D, or Don't Drink and Dungeons and Dragons. It is I, your humble dungeon master, Jason Miyamoto, here with a quick pre-episode announcement. I really just quickly wanted to touch on the format of the podcast moving forward, or at least what Hannah and I have decided is the format at this juncture. It might change. We're not sure. We'll figure it out. But essentially what we've decided is that we're just going to continue recording our three to five hour long sessions and then split those up into episodes just like we did before. So each session will have a single title. So the last one was The Trials of Light. And then you'll get part one, part two, sometimes part three, part four if we're really feeling it, which would be wild. But we're doing this because... A, that's just kind of how we like to play D&D for those long sessions. And B, well, we've realized that takes some of us, me, that long to get drunk. So we're going to try to make a concerted effort. Hopefully we will do this. I'm not sure we'll always be successful because of drinking, but a concerted effort to make each episode or each part feel like a self-contained whole while also, in the spirit of transparency, letting you know that it will be part of a whole session where we're drinking the whole time and getting progressively drunker between parts one and part three, four, whatever. So that's all I have to say, uh, except for, of course, please always drink responsibly. Oh, and also the fact I do want to highlight really quickly that in this next clip that you're about to hear, I do introduce the show as Don't D&D&D or Don't Dungeons and Dragons. Completely just didn't say anything about drinking. So make of that what you will, I guess. Um, yeah, that's it from me. Uh, hope you guys enjoy, and I'll catch you later. All right. Bye. Welcome back to Don't D&D&D &D &D or Don't, don't Dungeons do and Dragons. Don't do don't it. you do it. Don't I'm you your do dungeon it. master, Jason Miyamoto. Uh, joining us, as always, is Hannah Tobias. Mm, hey Hannah. Hi. Hi. How are Hello. you doing? I'm doing well. I'm, I'm so happy you're back. I'm so happy to be back. Thank you for hosting. Oh, of course. Hosting in our mutual shared living space. That is true. But hosting nonetheless. But hosting nonetheless. Um, tonight... Uh, Jason's made some beautiful margaritas. Margaritas. Yeah, we're going to drink the, margaritas. They're gorgeous. And for some reason, they are from New Zealand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going, I was going Australian. But yeah, New mm, Zealand, mm, same mm, thing. Mm. I'm sure there are intricacies of that accent that there, I do not know. There are... And we will not and nor do I say care. them out loud, lest we be wrong. Okay. Uh, okay. So, um, a bit of housekeeping up front. Um, Hannah and I have decided mutually that uh, we should start each session drinking as many times as we forgot to drink last yes, time. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so, re-listening to that, uh, I think we should just, you know, take some big hearty goals. Yeah, yeah. This time we're not going to quite keep track. Next time we'll try and have an exact count. For but, sure, um, for sure. This one we're just going to bottoms up. Yeah, bottoms up, Shall bottoms we? up. Yes. Drink, drink with us. We're mm. hoping that you're... 
I love that you just ended that sentence. You you fully like made eye contact with me and noped the fuck out of that sentence. <laughs> yep. I just jumped. Drink ship. with us and <laughs> and you weren't even drinking. You hadn't even raised it to your lips yet. Was the worst and weirdest part. Also, um, I would like to apologize to the greater internet, me being just my brain, uh, in that the things that I fucked up last time, uh, Bane should have been cast on three people, not one. Guess what? I've never played a cleric before. Um, actually, he was a bard. Um, I've also never played a bard before. Um, and uh, Lyth should have probably used her um, Goliath's Endurance and reduced at least one of her attacks by... 1d12 plus something Holy. so you know whatever we live we, we live, learn we learn we're shitheads um great uh hannah yes we have to do our time on our tradition of taking a shot <laughs> so oh my god i'm gonna go pour the liquor oh my gosh Woo! i did not realize that this Woo! was becoming a tradition no no oh sweet tits we love a tequila shot. Ooh, actually. Beautiful, well, right? Well picked. Very right, good. Right? Extremely good. I can tell. This yes. Is, this is going to be. A wild time. A little bit of a wild time. Thank <clears throat> God. I said all of maybe 15 words last time. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not sure if that's just the nature of the first episode or yes. whether that was 100%. the nature of my level of fatigue. Um, but this time. The level of how much Jason wants to hear his own voice. <laughs> all that is All that to say. I am already tipsy. <laughs> Let's begin. <laughs> Thank God. Um. Let's quickly, Hannah, why don't you run down the drinking rules so quickly? Yeah, so fail a saving throw. Yeah. Take a drink. Roll below a 10 on a skill check. Take a drink. Yep. Each time you use a class skill. Each time you use a spell. Every time you roll a one on a damage dice. Uh -oh. If you suffer from any condition after, oh, 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 there's the first <laughs> We haven't even started. Like, I haven't even done the intro or anything. After arrest is taken. Or if you drink in game. Uh, if you roll a natural one, there's some consequences. If you roll a nat 20, there are also some consequences. Yeah, fuck those nat 20s you rolled last time. That's why I was uh, so fucking drunk last time. I am ready. You didn't show it at all. We need to be a little bit more explicit about our level of drunk. Nah. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's quickly do a recap for me and you and, you know, everyone. Um, so last time on Don't D&D, &D &D, um, we previously, previously on. on, so we entered this world where some kind of calamity has happened in the far off past, maybe a thousand years or so. Um, and now the flora and fauna of that world of this world, um, glow with this magical light energy and cannot be harmed by those that do not glow. Um, which are basically all of the humanoid races. These are things we learned. Um, we met our player character, our hero, if you will, Blaze Jam Jar. Thank you, thank you. You're quite welcome, Blaze. Thanks, guys. We met Blaze as they and their party um, arrived at the Institute settlement, basically the main hub of this continent, um, where those who have the potential to be what are called light, light bringers. bringers. Light bringers, light bringers, light bringers, light bringers. Shh. 
um, light bringers in this world, uh, just humanoids who also glow and can actually attack these, any kind of flora fauna of this world. Um, we started at the, these sirens, man. I listened to our first episode <laughs> while driving and I literally thought I was being pulled over every five minutes. Yep, this is great. This is so good. Enjoy the safe audio content. Uh, uh, Enjoy it so uh, much. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh. I'm just going to wait until it passes, honestly. I want to put it on some mood lightning. No, because I think that's why you were yawning last time. I've thought about this and I've put every light in the apartment on Is so that you why don't you've yawn. <laughs> I have literally I could also drink some more espresso. I've also I <laughs> well in my mind the ideal version of this show is like you know when um uh, well, when we're rich and famous and like people are giving us millions of dollars to record this, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want the like studio lighting because obviously we'll be In filmed at that point as well. I want the studio lighting to like when we start to be that like who wants it's to be a millionaire oh. thing and like all the lights come down and That's in. That's very good. And you're like, dun, 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 dun. I could also use some intense interrogation lighting. I feel like that would keep me awake as well. Just like one blinding yeah, just spotlight right in, in my face. eyes. I yes, like in my eyes. Honestly, that would be good for me too because then I wouldn't be afraid that you're like trying to look at any of my notes because you would be blind. I mean, and I am almost legally blind. Knock on wood. Are you knocking on wood because that's I don't want to be I know no I don't want to give that up no I don't want to become actually legally blind you see I am not legally blind nor I (laughs) anyway the point is I can't see your fucking notes Thank God. Skipping all of that. Um, nope. Keep Last it Last time I yelled about my tampon coming out when I coughed. <laughs> I am the most attractive person inside and out. It's um, No, it's true. Which is the is the biggest irony of this is <laughs> Hannah is beautiful. Oh, that's very kind. Um, and so, as I was saying, we met with Blaze. <laughs> and cut. Yeah, just just clap it out. Um, yeah, Jason. Hey, future Jason. Hannah, Jason, we're gonna need a lot more from you two on set in the future. Can we roll it again, people? Thank you, right. Slate. Slate, thank God. Um, God, we need to hire someone to Slate for us. Um, we met with Blaze Jamjar, who had arrived at the Institute settlement, which was is basically the hub of all of these other settlements, other villages of this continent. Um, it's where. These light bringers, people who have the potential to glow and become adventurers and heroes and, you know, fight the oncoming demons and beasts of the world that now glow, um, it's where they're trained. So, Blaze arrived with their party and friends, Kit and uh, Lythe, whose name I can never remember, apparently. <laughs> to undergo the Lightbringer trials. Blaze and their party sailed through the first three trials. One was a trial of um, teamwork. Another was a trial of pure light bringing potential. And the final trial was uh, a trial by combat. And having completed all three of those, um, the Radiant, the person who was overseeing the trials, told the group that there was one amongst them who was darkness incarnate and would not allow the group's light to come to fruition and told them that the only way to become light bringers was to kill a member of their party, Kit. Blaze, boo. I don't know what this is. Are you telling me to be quiet? No, it was sort of 
It was supposed to be the psh, nah, but, but then it went on. Then like it went on. I didn't want to really interrupt you. Psh. Here we are. Continue. <laughs> it's a Actually, new age I'm just, boo. I'm just gonna splice that happening no. throughout the entirety of this episode. Oh god, now. it's, just, it's like just gonna sound like low, the sea. Psh. Are you trying to put me to sleep? Yeah, I'm trying to put everyone to sleep. That's my goal. <laughs> um, Blaze tried to speak reason to their party. Um, Lythe would not listen, however, and reared back her axe. And at the final moment, Blaze sprung into action and put their shield in between Lythe and Kit. And as their shield was cleft in twain, the Radiant teleported both Lythe and Kit out, uh, leaving only Blaze and telling them that they had passed the Lightbringer Trials. And that's where that's we are. Right. That's um, right. That's so right. That's right. I passed. we're just going to dive into that moment. Here Blaze we go. passed. Um, so you're standing in this sandy arena with walls 60 feet uh, high on all sides. The crowd that has been roaring is gone. Your friends are gone. It is just you with a broken shield, a wounded arm, also bleeding profusely at this point with one full HP. Oh. Um, and the Radiant, and she says again, you, oh, in her actual accent this time, not her lack of an accent, which, which I decided to change drunk <laughs> at, the, at the end of last session because I was like, well, it's too much like live, so I'm just going to change her accent in the Excuse middle of me, it. Excuse me, where's our Smart. supervisor? Smart. Continuity error? Yeah, truly Hello? continuity error. Um, she says to you, she says, you have passed the Lightbringer trials. I understand that probably the first thing you want to hear is that your friends are alive. They are safe. I, I know that the Lightbringer trials, uh, and her demeanor has shifted a bit at this point. This kind of harsh, kind of authoritarian mm, persona mm -hmm. that's been... Uh, Melted away. Like the butter of your booster seat. Mm. Um, and she says, the Lightbringer trials, they are intense for a reason. We understand that they are cruel, but uh, it is nothing compared to the cruelty of the world outside. So... Why were they about learning to cheat? Uh, she says... Uh, they are not about learning how to cheat. It is more that, as a Lightbringer, you need to be able to use every tool available to you, even those that you are not supposed to, and she, again, uses her big air quotes, says not supposed to use. Lightbringers, uh, Lightbringers are their own authority. It is, uh, it is a different kind of life to be a light bringer. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. That was a good one question <laughs> that you seem to have for me. Um, how, how far away is she from me? She's about, uh, she teleported in, so she's probably about 30 feet away from you. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> she looks at you mistrustfully, <laughs> just as I'm looking at you mistrustfully. Um, she says... Uh, you need to stop moving your your feet like that. It's Sorry, very I have loud. Slippers on. Um, 
She says, you need... Uh, Glace stops moving their feet in the sand back and forth copiously. It's, it's, it's a very loud noise, and <laughs> I understand you might have a lot of energy, but I don't understand because it's, you Blaise's, are very hurt. Yeah, Blaze says one <laughs> HP is bleeding from multiple wounds, especially yes. the arm wound, and yet is doing like a quiet like shuffle beat, like a quiet time step. Oh, good. Just a small, subtle time step. Uh... They can't stop. I do see that you are a dan- you are a lover of the dance. Uh, I am as this well. Is true. And she starts doing a time step <laughs> yes! with you. Oh, Blaze is grinning now. There's blood running down their face. As you two time step together, um, she says, uh, "You you do need rest, I assume, but there is the Lightbringer ceremony." Uh, it can be this evening to fully induct you into being a light bringer. But I do understand that some people, after the trials, they need time. Uh, no, I'm okay. Okay, you are not one of those I'm people. ready! And continues time-stepping and adds another beat in the time-step. Uh, she adds two more beat as, I, uh, beats. Uh, I as add you. another beat. Uh, you don't understand how one's feet can be moving as fast as hers are. And it's wild. It is a wild dance off between you I two. I start time stepping closer to her. Okay. Um, let's make me a performance check. 15. Okay. Uh, I'm oppose gonna, me. I'm going to oppose you. Um, okay. And have I rolled for her performance? Or have I made a performance category <laughs> for this character? No. So I'm going to just. Oh, that's an 18. Uh, she, it is, is blinding. It is awe-inspiring, <laughs> the time steps that she is doing. And this oh, woman, man. again, no. huge stone-cold persona at the beginning. And she's, she, it melted a little bit, as you said, but it's, like, come back up as well, right, you challenge now her it's to like, dance. And she's also not, like... It seems to me that she would be doing this in like an Irish dance fashion where the upper half of her body is entirely rigid and her feet are just flying. Well, and and her body's not even moving like up and down like as you would have to. Oh, no, entirely still. Fully still. Um, She says, then I will bring us to the ceremony. I'm ready. All right, let us go. Continues. You continue. She has to stop to cast the spell, unfortunately. Does she? Um, She does. It is strange. It is wild and strange. I add another beat. Um, You add another beat, and she actually teleports herself away first, leaving you (laughs) alone, time-stepping. And then one moment later, light erupts around you, and you find yourself back in that same stone, cobblestone courtyard as where the first trial was. Uh. Oh my god, how are you yawning? (laughs) I, I, I we think haven't even started. I think it's the alcohol. It's nine o'clock. It's the alcohol. I give up. No, We're done. It's the alcohol. It's I not quit. you. Uh, she casts call lightning and kills you. No. <laughs> she casts fucking sleep on Blaze. Blaze's charred body just kind of feebly in a dazzling display of rigor mortis at its finest continues to time step in the air <laughs> she casts another call lightning <laughs> um and now i i am ash thank goodness uh you teleport it back into this stone courtyard um and now 
the stone courtyard is filled with thousands of people, possibly the same people who are watching the final trial. And it feels like all of the inhabitants of the settlement are out. Um, make me a quick perception check. 18. As you're teleported in, uh, you're teleported in quite close to the stone brazier that held the bonfire, and the Radiant is there with you. Uh, the old man who was giving that very long, very tired speech last time uh, is also there. Um, and you- Are Kit and Lyth there? Kit and Lyth are not there. Um, but next to you is, and this does not have to do with your perception check, but I'm saying it anyway. Um, next to you is a small gnomish girl with- The girl with um, dark black hair? With dark black hair, uh, dark skin, is also standing next to you. And um, from behind you, your ears perk up a little, uh, and you hear a snippet of a, a whispered conversation where someone behind you says- why is why is a radiant overseeing this mm -hmm, ceremony? And they're mm -hmm. like, I, I, I have no idea. Proc didn't um, know either. And the radiant. Were my teammates not real all along, or what happened to them? Where's Kit? Where's Lyth? Uh, who are you speaking to? The radiant. Okay. Uh, she looks taken aback for a second. She says, "Uh, your your teammates were real, of even course. in the last." Part they were real? Yes. Well, why did they disappear? I teleported them away. This would have been a much better conversation to have when we are not in the middle of a full ceremony. But um, what, what do you Blaze doesn't have know? very good general like awareness of social situations. She says, uh, what was your question? I'm sorry. So they failed. They, they did fail. Why? Why did Kit fail when you said there was darkness in him? I mean, what was he supposed to do? What what could have saved him? Or did he actually have darkness in him? He made in, a stone glow. The intricacies of the test are uh, a well-guarded secret. Once you are a light bringer... Oh, I see. This is the whole... You can't have your equity card till you're in an equity show, but you don't get equity points until you have an equity card to get in an equity show. No, well, actually, you can sign up for the EMC program <laughs> and gain points through equity, uh, uh, you know, theaters. Um, oh. So there is actually a way to get your equity card. Oh, I didn't without, know that. No, I'm so sorry. Yes, uh, it is. A, this is very helpful. It's a hard fact. And Blaze takes out a small notebook writes this all mm -hmm, down, mm -hmm, and then pockets mm -hmm. it again. But she says, uh, I was watching you specifically this round. You were the only one besides your compatriot here. Uh, hmm. And she points to the girl next to you. Uh, you were the only two that had any light potential to begin with. So you were the only two who were going to pass. Why didn't my stone glow? Again, the intricacies of the test are not to be discussed in a public forum, for one, where there are unsparked all around, and two, you are not a light bringer yet. Perhaps we can talk about it when you are. Um, I think I also want to institute a rule where... Um, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Whenever you monologue for more than a certain length of time, you must drink. Although this isn't well, one of those. This isn't one of those scenarios because I just asked you a bunch of I questions. Think Anytime lore is dumped at all, we should both have to drink. Why me? 
I'm not in charge she for says, witnesses. Uh, if you do not have any more questions, and looks to you. No. That voice crack. voice crack. I mean, 13 years old. Um, she says, all right. These two before me and before you are the two newest Lightbringer Sparks. This year, we have two. It is a great boon for us Lightbringers. And she addresses the two of you. She says, so, are you ready to take the Lightbringer Oath? Yes. Uh, and the girl next to you actually says, yes, just as quickly as you do. Oh, really? I will splice myself saying, yes, in there <laughs> somehow. Good, good, good. Um, and she says, all right, repeat after me. Repeat after me. She looks at you with annoyance, but also looks at annoyance at all of the honking outside. She says, by blood and by bond. By blood and by bond. Let the light flow through me. Let the light flow through me. Let me be a beacon to those who must cower in the dark. Let me be a beacon to those who must cower in the dark. Let me share this light. Let me share this light. This power. This power. With those who need it most. With those who need it most. Let my light shine bright. Let my light shine bright. And lead me to the truth. And lead me to the truth. Whatever that may be. Whatever that may be. From now. From now. And to all time. And to all time. I hereby swear myself to the light. I hereby swear myself to the light. And as you say that last word, another flash of light, and it blinds you. You watch as the stone basin has filled with this almost tangible white light and shoots up in a column towards the sky and then radiates out and envelops you. And you just feel like you're in a completely white space with no sense of time or place. And you feel your heart in your chest start to flutter. Mm. And you feel a warm sensation start to glow within you, and you feel power. Power that you've not felt before this moment. And I need you to level up, Hannah. Yes! So take a D8. Yeah. And re and roll it. And I, as a house rule, I let you re-roll ones on HP. Five. Cool. Okay, that's... Pretty much it. Um, I think you spells? also get new spells. No, I just get another slot, I think. Oh, right, because druids are different than yeah. other classes because you get to pick from the full druid yeah. list. Um, as this power overwhelms you and you feel yourself getting stronger in just the ways that you would get stronger as you would move through the world, uh, another sort of different power invigorates you and <laughs> I need you to choose a feat. What? This is so cool! Uh, the first feat is Brighten Fate, which is 
basically you're allotted a number of points, light points, um, and you can spend them. You get six or uh, five plus half your character's level um, in future levels, and you can spend them over the course of the time you spend as level two or level three. Basically, it allows you to roll a d6 and add it to whatever you've rolled, possibly changing a failure into success. You can only spend one light point per roll. You can also use it to make a failing death saving throw a success. Yeah, it's basically like luck points, except they're a little more limited. So Blaze is choosing Bright and Fate as her feet. Also, we need a drink because it's been a lot of minutes. I've been drinking. <laughs> Notice how I have much less in my glass than you do. So, okay, so as um, as this light overwhelms you, uh, you feel a burning behind your eyes and the bright light starts to hurt less and you can start to see these small tethers, almost like spider silk, um, branching mm-hmm. out in infinite directions and you can feel a power within you that will let you tweak them uh, and change fate, perhaps. Um, (laughs) The light dims back and slowly recedes back to the stone um, altar, the stone... What did I call it? Basin? Basin! Basin's a great (laughs) word. The stone basin... um, And the Radiant stands before you and says, You are both now officially Lightbringers. You are both Sparks, um, the lowest (laughs) of the tiers. Thank you for reiterating that it is the lowest tier. Of course. Appreciate that. I I did not know if how well your proctor had instructed you about the tiers of the Lightbringers. Oh, so well, so well, so well, so well. Um, Roll me a deception check. I mean, to be fair... The proctor did teach us well, which makes what I said not a lie. Fine, roll me a persuasion check. That is a nat 19. Okay. Um, plus persuasion is a dirty 20. Uh, she looks at you and raises an eyebrow uh, and says, being light bringers, obviously now you have the ability to stand against the beasts outside of the walls of the settlements. There are a few things that need to happen before formalities, uh, before you are sent on missions, before you... There are many things we need to discuss, but first and foremost, rest needs to happen. However, before... We bring you to your quarters where you shall be staying for the rest of your time. I would like each of you to channel light and glow. And you get two cantrips. Um, One is the light cantrip, obviously. Um, This has a little bit of flavoring and a little bit. It has is a little different than other uh, than the typical light cantrip, uh, and you also get a new cantrip called a light. This is so cool. The light changes color depending on a myriad of reasons, not all known or understood. Completely covering yourself with something opaque blocks the light. Spell ends if you cast it again or dismiss it as a bonus action. So she says. Now both of you, glow. 
I um, Blaze stretches their arms out to either side, mm-hmm. holding um, an index finger out stiff from their fists. Sure. And slowly brings their pointer fingers to touch their own head uh-huh. and cast light on on themselves. <laughs> uh, as you touch your head, I guess your head begins to glow. No, it's I'm an I'm Blaze is an entire object, the whole body. Um, and this way, I get to choose the color. You start glowing in, a, I mean, choose the color you wish to. Um, it's going to have to be uh, burgundy. You start giving off a burgundy hue, and uh, immediately the radiant says, No, not a light cantrip. Channel the light and glow. I cast a light? Um, you Which is also a cantrip? Feel this power that doesn't feel like magic. It doesn't feel like the same kind of uh, Mm. natural force of the world that you have been well acquainted with up until this point as a spellcaster. So you tap into this power that you felt in the blinding white light and all of a sudden small minuscule streaks Um, of blue and purple and green start to paint your visible skin and you watch as that same kind of physical light, light particles seem to emanate from the um, swaths of light along your skin. And and Mm. you look to uh, your silent uh, partner next to you uh, and she is glowing in the same way. Uh, And the Radiant says... Very good. I raise, I turn to face the this gnomish girl, mm-hmm. and Blaze raises their left hand in greeting, mm-hmm. and like waves it just a little bit, and says, "This is pretty cool, huh?" She turns to you uh, very rapidly, eyes wide, and opens her mouth to say something, and you blink, and you're in a different space. Um, no blinding white light of teleportation this time, but you are in a memory. Um, you are sitting around this large crystal about like a foot or two, uh, in diameter that seems to be stuck into the earth. You are outside, outside of walls, um, a place that maybe you've never been before, um, and you're sitting around this crystal, um, beautiful white crystal giving off light. Um, and you look up and you can see this kind of translucent white sheen around the area that you're sitting in. And across the crystal from you is your proctor. And next to you, uh, lounging, lying on the ground is Kit. Uh, and sitting very close to your proctor, um, asking a question about a specific uh, detail about Lightbringers is life. And Kit uh, has his hand up in the same way that you were greeting your new Lightbringer mm. and is like, hello, yo, uh, Blaze, mm, Blaze, I'm talking. Sorry, Do you not hi. listen to me when I talk? Mm, sorry, no, I just, uh, I zoned out. What's up? I was just saying, like, 
isn't this fucking amazing? And you look around and I don't know, has Blaze ever been outside of their settlement? No, I don't think so. So you look around and this is a new sight to you. Um, the sun is just about setting. The purples and oranges of the sky are deepening into like violets and like dark blues. Um, and you're sitting outside alongside this main road next to this quite large crystal that seems to be giving a kind of barrier of protection. And you, you're watching as the forest and the trees next to you start to bit by mm. bit, like veins running through them, start to glow with this phosphorescent light. Um, you watch as one by one the trees nearest you and then further and further out start to glow with this majestic light. And that's what Kit is referring to. Uh, um, yeah, I have no words. Yeah, dope uh, as fuck. It's real cool. Yeah. Oh, oh, hey, you want to you want a drink? And he offers you his flask. Uh, Blaze takes it and takes a swig. Hands it back. Um, he's like, yeah, I really feel like I should be a little more like leery or wary about like, you know, giving alcohol to a 13 year old. But, you know, I mean, desperate times, desperate times, desperate measures. Here we are. And that's what I was going to say. Besides, God. how old are you? Um, all right. That's enough. That's what I <laughs> we thought. We don't need to go down that road <laughs> by you- the light. Yeah, what were you going to say? Um, nothing. I was just thinking about how thick you are. <laughs> That's all. Big words coming from such a little person. And he ruffles your white hair. Um, thank you very much. By the way, we should set a- another cauldron out for the dye. Because as you can see, and Blaze like, parts uh, their hair a little bit to show Mm. the red roots growing in. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, Not already. I thought we... Didn't we just do this? Like, How are yours? And Blaze, like, jumps up to try and, like... Well, I mean, Kid is lying down. Uh, Oh. He, 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 uh, like, puts his head down and shows you his roots, and they're coming in. They're coming in. See? Look at this. This is unacceptable. We have to redo this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine, fine, fine. What is the proctor saying at the moment? The proctor is like, well, yes, of course. And uh, all light bringers have the ability. Uh, again, it's something I we can't really speak about until you all become light bringers. Um, but they... The ability to, to channel light is uh, how to explain it. I, um, well, uh, Blaze, you, you work in magic, correct? Um, I mean, a little. I, I, I use it to, to shape some of the, you know, the pots I make and some of the cups I make. You know, it's, it's helpful in kind of manipulating the clay, um, when I'm sculpting, so... Indeed. Yeah. Uh, so you deal with uh, elemental magic, correct? Yeah. Mostly? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's... Well, that aside, that is another very interesting point that I have a myriad of things to say about, but just as magic is difficult to explain life to someone who does not use it, 
the light is similar in that it it's like trying to explain a color, what a color is. It's it's almost impossible. How many people become sparked? It depends on the year. Some uh, we have a boon. Some years we get three students. That's uh, a lot. It is. Uh, most years we get little to none. Uh, so it, it it varies on the year. Cool, I guess. Uh, and so there's like a, a bubble of light mm-hmm. around this area. Mm-hmm. Can I go up to it and touch it? Sure. Um, you go up and you feel it and it's not radiating any kind of temperature difference. Um, and it, you put, if you put your hand to it, mm-hmm. your hand can pass through. Mm. Um, it does not seem to be holding you in here. So this is stopping things from getting in, in here, right? Uh, yes. Uh, but we is- could still get out. Yes, um, this is a, he looks confused as if he's explained this before. And he says, this is a bastion. Um, Kit, are you paying Blaze attention? Blaze steps out. And immediately your proctor moves with like speed. Blaze steps back in. Crazy and grabs you hmm. and says, you are not sparked. You are not a light bringer. Why would you think that you can go outside? I was just trying to, you know, just trying to. See what it was like. Trying to what? Trying to get killed? No, just see, you know, how quickly things emerge. Make me a perception check. It's a nine. Ooh, take a drink. Uh. And your proctor says, look and points. And you see on the edge of the forest, you see just a small rodent-like creature. And very small. But you see it starts scuttling, you know, through the trees and mm-hmm, through the mm-hmm. grass. And it is glowing just like the trees. And he says, the alighted creatures, you all have no way of protecting yourself against them. But it's just a rat. It does not matter. You can go out and try to kill that right now and it you will not be able to damage it at all. Now, that is why I'm here and that is why we are stopping and staying at one of the many bastions on the roads. Just to keep ourselves safe when night falls. Well, when, you know, anything yes, happens. Yes, that makes sense. I know that. Okay. But it's difficult to believe things that you can't see and touch and interface with. So I just thought maybe I'd, you know, interface a little. And then I would believe it more. And then maybe I'd take this more seriously. Your proctor seems a little taken aback. And life comes up and says, Blaze, you've seen the attacks on our village. Uh, you know that I watched my parents die. Yes, yes, I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't mean it that way. I don't understand why it, is, it does not seem serious No, I don't, I don't mean it that way. I just mean it's one thing to have creatures enter your home and fight them and see them destroy things. But it's another thing to, you know... Go beyond the gate and see an entire world spread out before you and know that, you know, not every creature is bad, although we might not be able to do it damage like that rat. That rat isn't trying to kill us, isn't trying to hurt us. And so I just, you know, there's a whole lot more than just the creatures that are trying to do us harm. And I just wanted to see it to believe it, I guess. Your proctor says, you will see many things if... Or when you become a light bringer. And with that, 
the memory fades and uh, this gnomish girl with dark skin uh, raises her left hand to and enthusiastically waves it back is like, yeah, this is super cool. And as she says that, uh, the radiant clears her throat and says, <clears throat> all right, thank you all for coming. Um, and you've heard cheers. What's your name? She says, Zola. And she's, you've, you've heard cheers when um, the light first encompassed you, when you started glowing. And the radiant says, that is enough. We need to let this newly sparked get their rest. The festivities of the Lightbringer trials are over. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. And she looks at you and is like... I, like, Blaze side glances at Zola and, like, gives gives eyes as if she should do the same. I'm going to need you to make two checks for me. Give me one, an insight check. That is a 16. Um, but also, I told you, Blaze is not very good at reading social situations. All right, disadvantage. That's an 18. Okay, so 16. You can feel the icy stare of the radiant <laughs> as you say that. And now make me a persuasion check for Zola. That's a 10. Uh, did you roll under a 10? Or I is it? Roll a 9. Drink. I'm a drink. Um, and Zola, like, looks at you and smiles and, like, shakes her head, like, almost imperceptibly. And the radiant says, uh, Tiana, would you... And you see out of the crowd this tall, willowy, elven woman uh, in long, light blue robes steps out. And she says, uh, yes, of, of course, your radiance. Um, Blaise, was it? Um, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Tiana, and she Hi. reaches out a hand. And I reach very far above my head in order to shake it. Oh, she bends down. Oh, that's very nice. I mean... I like her already. Good. Um, she says, uh, I will show you to your quarters, if that's what you wish. Uh, I look at Zola to see what Zola might do. Um, and as you look, the Radiant says, and uh, let us... And you see this um, big green skin, half orc, two tusks that meet his top lip, black, unruly, short hair. He steps forward and goes to Zola and says, uh, Zola, uh, I'll be taking you to your quarters. And uh, and Tiana looks at you and says, are, are you ready? Um, can I do a, just a perception check on like what these two are, whether they're light bringers or just people who are helping or sure. a, and like what their vibe is. Uh, yeah. Give me an insight check. 12. And I also rolled below a six. Yeah. Um, these people, uh, as you watched as the crowd was dis- dispersing, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, you watched a few people who were closer to the inner uh, the the front of the circle stick around, okay, as if they were waiting for something, and these were two of them. That's all you kind of get with a twelve. So Tiana says, uh, "So are you ready to go now, or sure? All right. uh, yeah, let's 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 go. All right." Um, and she leads you out of this stone courtyard, and she. 
uh, says to you as you're walking, uh, you're walking through these cobblestones extend kind of throughout the entirety of the settlement, um, which is a very is very different than I assume your settlement or other settlements, which right. are actually, you know what? Tiana's going to say this. Um, I know you must be quite overwhelmed. I know when I first left my Lightbringer trial, it is it is a horribly overwhelming experience. So you are uh, sparked as well? Oh, uh, I mean, uh, not anymore, but like were once a spark? I, yes, I, I am an ember. Um, so yes, of course I, I am. Okay. Um, uh, and I know being in such a large settlement must be Extremely overwhelming. Yeah, a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit. (laughs) Most of the settlements are farming settlements, so the institute is a little different. Yeah. How um how long have you been here? Oh, it's been four years now, I think. Oh wow. Yes. Um, Um. When did you become an ember? Um, I became an ember uh two years ago. Oh. Okay. Um. And as and you're, sorry, are, go ahead. are you set to become um, a blaze soon? Oh, um, no, not soon. Um, oh, sorry, I didn't know if that um, was a delicate question. Sorry. Uh, no, it's it it's fine. She says, um, "I um, there are many prerequisites to becoming the next class, and gotcha. typically blazes are." rare individuals. Um, typically light bringers don't live long enough to become blazes. Oh, Oh, the missions that we undergo are very dangerous. Of Uh, course. Proc didn't really tell me that. Okay, great. That's good to know. (laughs) The life of a light bringer is not one that is, uh, for the faint of heart. I'm afraid that that much I do know. Mm. Um, and as you're walking down these cobblestone streets and the streets are wide, they're like big city streets, like wide enough for carriages to pass on both hmm. sides of the street. There are sidewalks. And this is something that Blaze saw when they were being escorted into the city, right? Indeed. Okay. And you're passing by homes that are, or buildings, which again is a probably a stone's throw difference from not a stone's throw further than a stone's throw a boulder's throw changing the size of the rock doesn't mean the <laughs> throw is less it means i mean more it means it's less um okay um but is definitely different than the like probably like village-esque this right, is like where i where i was from not mm-hmm. like a not like a modern day city but like fantasy city definitely cool and at the end of this long uh, cobblestone street, you see, um, you can see all the way to um, some of the walls of the city, mm. um, and you can also see directly at the end of this is a- another walled-off area. But there is an, an opening to go through it. Um, you see this large looming building that has uh, spires on the side that look decorative and not functional. They're not mm. like. Uh, castle. Yes, it is aesthetic. Right, it is aesthetic, which again is something very different than... Right, ours was all structural, functional. Right. Yes. And so she leads you further down this uh, street, growing ever closer to this magnificent building. Um, Tiana? Uh, yes, please. Um, are there any other sparks besides me and Zola? Oh, uh, there are many sparks. 
again, there are many prerequisites to moving up a tier. So there are hmm. sparks. There is a large pool of sparks. Um, How many? Uh, I'm not quite sure Ish. of the rankings at this point. I don't keep a close tabs on. Okay, that's fine. Um, but uh, uh, probably a, a good a fair amount. Um, and then, uh, of course, there are embers and blazes and etc. Um, but yes, uh, you two are the only ones of your year. And then I think last year, oh, last year I wasn't in the city to witness the, but I do think there was one last year. I think there were three the year before. Where were you? I was out on a mission, like, so I couldn't be here for the annual Lightbringer trials, unfortunately. Maybe you could tell me about it sometime. The trials? My mission? No, your mission. The one that I was out for at that point, I think I was, it was a very bland mission, if I'm being honest. I was ferrying um, <laughs> a group of, one group of merchants from uh, one of the settlements to another. We do act as mm. guards if need be. Mm -hmm. That was a year ago. So yes, I would have, I took on a, a lower tiered mission. Mm. Anyway, uh, and she stops and she says, this will be, uh, this is some residential quarters that are given to Lightbringers. Um, as you can see, you're quite close to the Lightbringer headquarters, the Institute. Um, and she points to the, the brand building. Yep. Um, you're quite close to the Institute proper. And um, yes, yeah, so this is where you'll have a room here. Um, and Is Zola not staying here? Uh, Zola's going to be in another quarter. Uh, we have many residences placed around the settlement. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it, this is just where you'll, you'll be staying. There was a room that opened up here. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. And she leads you inside um, and brings you into what looks like a, a an apartment building in a weird way hmm. um, with different units. I've uh, never seen anything like this. No, this is like... It, it it's strange because it's like the size of a domicile in a typical settlement, but inside a larger building, and there are many of them. Like that is a that is a foreign concept. Yeah, yeah, very foreign. Um, and she walks you up uh, three flights of stairs, uh, and there is only one door uh, at this landing, and she uh, gives you a key. And says, uh, "Well, this this is where your this is where your residence will be." Do I? Um, are there roommates in there? <laughs> no, of course not. You'll be okay. living here alone. Um, you get some rest tonight. Think of any questions you may have for me, or uh, you know, in general, there are a few things that need to be done tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, we can give you a more fuller version, a fuller tour of the settlement proper. And then we will... Are there classes? Am I going to be in classes? What's the vibe? The vibe is all sparks are gathered and uh, put into a pool. Uh, when they are ready, they are put into a team uh, with a team leader. How do they deem you ready? Various number of ways. And once you're deemed ready, you'll have a team leader and your team will start to, because you're sparks and still in training technically or mm. in a lowest tier, mm -hmm. you'll start to take on missions together, um, build up your bond, uh, that kind of thing. And How um, old are you? Sorry. I, sorry. Insight check. 
with disadvantage because it's Blaze. <laughs> You'll take all insight checks with disadvantage from now on. That's a 10. Roll below it. Yep. Okay. It's a 10. You don't. This is a fair question to ask. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Uh, she says, um, I am <clears throat> uh, 24. Thanks. Um, That's very helpful for me. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I will come and check on you in the morning. Okay. What time? Um, why don't you just get used to your room until I come and gather you? Okay. All right. Thanks. And she walks down the stairs. Okay. Um, I open the door. Uh, you unlock the door and you open, it opens into a fairly standard one bedroom, um, still very living situation, hugely foreign to you. Like what are, what is this made of wood? Um, there's like stucco. No, there's like not stucco. It's not like, it's not modern, but there is stonework. There is woodwork. Um, and I think what's most shocking of all is there's furniture that is, again, seems to be. Comfort based? Yeah, comfort based, aesthetic based, uh, over just simple function. You see, you walk into this, uh, very open literal studio of a space, like a studio apartment, which is long and narrow, has a single bed off to the furthest mm-hmm. right corner, okay. um, ha- but has a couch, which is probably something you haven't seen, something that's upholstered or le- and like filled with like some sort of like Flush either feather. feather or some kind or moss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, not a moss. A moss would probably rot. It, you if you if you would open it, dried you'd probably moss. you uh, know. Okay, <laughs> that good that good comfortable dried moss. Okay, it's a thing. I don't care dried if it's moss. a thing. And you see a small chair and a table, um, able to sit there. It's not an overly large space, but it is your own space. Okay. Blaze is going to go up to the bed and sit on it. Okay. It's nice. It's plush. Uh, Very satisfied with this. Mm Blaze swings uh, their legs up onto the bed and kind of looks at the wall, contemplative for a moment. And then with a slow nod Mm -hmm. of their head, Mm -hmm. um, they're going to summon their wildfire companion, basically. And I think this is something that they do as they like go to sleep okay. as a comfort thing. They mm-hmm. like this creature um, watching over them as they sleep. It only lasts for one hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I assume I would get it back because this is a long rest. Mm-hmm. And it appears um, this time in the form of a larger cat. Okay. And it is wreathed in flame. Yep. And it trots over to the window and mm-hmm. sits down beneath it mm-hmm. and Blaze lies down and falls asleep. Great. Long rest. So getting everything back. Yes. Do a long rest. Yes, yes, yes. Um, take a drink because you're taking a long rest. You should too. Sure, why not? Okay. Great. Um, sleep comes quickly. And it's one of those rests that feels like you close your eyes and the next moment you're hearing a knock on the door. Blaze? Um, yeah? It's me, Tiana. Yeah, okay, one sec. All right. I'll just wait here. Blaze swings their legs out of bed 
very, very slowly and gingerly lowers themselves to the floor. Um, is this bed small for me? Oh, it's an average size bed. Okay, so it drops to the floor. Sure. Um, and then um, kind of like brushes themselves off a little mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. Uh, and then heads to the door and cracks it open and kind of looks out to make sure that this is Tiana, who, who they think it is. And it is. Hi. Sorry. No, um, no worries. Good morning. Uh, did I wake you? Um, honestly, yeah, but uh, it's okay. Um, it's, you've, you've slept quite late. Uh, it uh, is midday. You probably oh. needed the rest, though. The Lightbringer trials are challenging. Mm. So are you ready? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, And just for the sake of expediency, we're just going to say Tiana takes you on this tour of the settlement. She shows you all of the various districts, the market district, the artisan district, the residential district where you are. Uh, She brings you to a few shops where light bringers typically come to buy goods for missions and equipment and such. Um, And then she, at the end of the tour, it probably takes about six hours or so. She really gives you the full whole city tour, uh, she starts heading back towards your residence and the Institute, which is the only building that you haven't uh, gone inside yet. And she looks up at the sky and she's like, "Mm, it is growing late, so we should probably get back. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And as uh, she's wa- she walks with you back to your residence. Um, she says, uh, "Do you have? Uh, did you leave anything in your in your residence? Uh, did you leave any of your belongings, or did you do you have them all with you? No, I I, I have them all. I I don't really have it, much of anything. I just my weapons. That's it. There are with me. Thank all right. Um, Why? Well, uh, we have to go to the institute at this moment to okay finish up your all of your paperwork and all of the things that to make everything official. Okay. Um, and she leads you to the institute. She says, all right, um, we're going to go up those stairs. There's a large open room up there, and uh, that's usually where you get your typical missions and such. So let's uh, up the stairs, up the stairs with us. Um, and you two uh, climb the stairs. Uh, oh, and as she says, there's um, a set of double doors right at the uh, end of the staircase that are swung open. And you see this large open wooden room with a wall of like, not a full wall, but like a half wall of windows um, behind it looking out onto the city. And the room appears to be empty. And she walks you into the center and she says, all right, Blaze, listen to me very carefully. Mm -hmm. Your one job Mm -hmm. is to survive the night. And there's a flash of white light And you are suddenly not in this room and you are looking up at the sky and you're watching the purples and oranges of the sky fade into violets and dark blues and you watch the sunset. And even though you're looking up at the sky, you can start to see out of your peripheral vision, the world start to glow around you and come to life. And that's where we're going to end it. No! Uh, Hannah, do you want to give a word of warning to our uh, listeners? What should they not do? Hey, y'all. Hey, friends. Hey, friends. Hey, friends. Don't D&D and D.